Welcome to Fran Path Consulting Podcast. I'm Sam Schweitzer. And I'm Brittany Bodie. And together we are Fran Path Consulting. Hey, Brittany Bodie. Hey, Sam. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. Ending this year with some amazing family time and just and recording with you. So really, what more could I ask for? It's a great time of year, and I'm excited to wrap up the year and kick off a strong year with our team. I completely agree. And I know on our last podcast, we talked a lot about predictions and the market and all of those things, and, and people love that, right? But really, what I want to cover on today's podcast is pretty simple. What we do is not just helping people evaluate brands or find great franchise brands that are hidden gems that they may not be able to find without us. What we do is twofold. So let's elaborate on that. Well, we help people figure out, of course, you know, is franchising a good fit for them? Is now a right time? And if so, what are the best options out there? So once we introduce them to brands, if we do say, yes, franchising is a good fit, if we mutually agree to that, and we figure out what the qualities are that they're looking for, and then we make introductions to brands, then we're helping them evaluate how they feel about business ownership, how to overcome objections and fears, and really drill into, are the brands we're putting in front of them the right fit for them and what their goals are? Yeah. And- their goals can be anything from time to capital to, I mean, there's so many different reasons people get into business. And I think so many times they have this industry in mind. I'm going to get into this and because I read an article and it said that we're having a silver tsunami and we're going to have all of these seniors and they're going to need my help. And sometimes the fact of the matter is you're not passionate about that. Or quite frankly, you we can't accomplish what you need to accomplish in that business working 15 hours a week with a manager in charge. Or you don't have the right personality in the, you know, in the nicest way possible. <laughs> you probably shouldn't be taking care of somebody's mother. So we really have to evaluate not just the industry that you think is going to be most profitable, but what really fits your goal. And then the other thing is, you know, once we know that now's the right time and the type of concepts that would be a match or that we feel great about, we also give them some tips and tricks and best practices for analyzing franchises because, quite frankly, this isn't our first or our hundredth rodeo. We've been doing this for a while, and we always joke, we're not experts in a lot, but franchising, franchising we are. (laughs) We are. And we always try to put our clients in front of other people who are experts. Yes. So we feel like we have it pretty dialed in in franchising and the funding partners, the attorneys, everyone that we recommend them to, they're experts in franchising. One of the things that I remind people as they go through the process, and this is going to sound harsh, but you have to be careful who you take advice from. And what I mean by that is... You may surround yourself with really great, smart people that give you good advice in other aspects, like how to be a great CFO or how to be a great parent or great sister or friend. But don't seek out advice from people that haven't walked in your shoes, 
if they've never owned a franchise, why would you ask them for their advice if they've never walked in those shoes? So be really careful who you seek out advice through as you go through the process. I couldn't agree with that more. And it reminds me of a time actually in my 20s when I was, I was dating my now husband. But I had a girlfriend who had just gotten out of, uh, she'd just gotten out of a relationship. And quite frankly, her ex-boyfriend was a huge jerk and really took her for a ride. And I remember I was complaining about something that Hyder had done. And I, I didn't, I was like, oh, I just, I don't know. And she was like, dump him, dump him. This is not going to get any better. So you better just dump him right now. And had I listened, the trajectory of my entire life would have been incredibly different. And I can't imagine ever being married to anybody but him because he's so fantastic. He's literally like a puzzle piece for me. But I think about that sometimes. What if I hadn't recognized that? And I would have listened to her when she said, you know, this is in reflecting on her own insecurities and the things that were going wrong for her. She was trying to help me make a decision and it wasn't, it wasn't nefarious. And I think that's what so many of our clients that are looking at these brands need to recognize is it's not always that your, your family members, like they don't have ill intent. It's like, this is a risk. Do you understand that you're taking on a risk? And maybe they're not at a point where they feel good about it. So they're going to push those thoughts onto you. So I, I couldn't agree with that anymore, Britt, that you have to really be careful who you bring into the fold of the process. Speaking of the process, Britt, you have anything to say about the discovery process? <laughs> We're saying this with quotations because our team laughs at me that all I do is talk about process. It's like my most overused word. If Spotify um, did a vocabulary of 2023, Brit's most number one used word probably 17,554 times <laughs> would be process. <laughs> but when people trust and follow the process, that is how they are successful. Our, our team of consultants, once they are willing to follow the process, they're really successful. Our clients who follow the process are successful. You know, I believe in process because it's going to be a strong indicator that if you follow the process, as you look at brands, I think it's an indicator of, will you follow the process as a franchisee? If you don't like process at all, if you want to reinvent the wheel, if you want to be the ideas guy, no problem. Don't buy a franchise. A franchise is going to help you with everything that you need. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. You do have systems and support. And I think that's what allows for semi-passive business ownership. So follow the process. We help people throughout the way. We keep them on track. They have touch points with us. We lay out after every step, what they should anticipate next. But I'm a big fan of process. I will continue to say that word into 2024. Yes. I can't wait to hear what your word of the week is or word of the year is for 2024. <laughs> 2023, process. 2024, big question mark. But as much as you're a data person, right? Like you're a, you're a data gal. Yeah. You like to dig in and be a freak in the spreadsheet. And I've been on that ride with you a few times. <laughs> she makes me look at Excel. So it's great. But I will tell you, you probably more than most people trust your gut. 
and that's something that we coach in our process is that if you're if, when we're speaking to our clients the intangibles are just as important as the tangibles so we can read numbers all day we can look at the investment level the anticipated return you can talk to existing franchisees and the franchisor and you can go through all the steps that we tell you validation unit economics reading the FDD, which is 150 plus pages for lawyers by lawyers, you might get a gut ache. But at the end of the day, you know what's best for you. And I think that's really what we tell our clients when they're heading to a discovery day, which is kind of that cherry on top of the whole process is you're likely going to know when you're getting back on that plane back in the car with about 90% certainty is this for me? Am I feeling it? Is that what now you are going to have 10% or more no matter what? That is fear. And you have to be able to discern fear from reality and trust your gut. It's a balance. I totally agree. I think you have to be able to trust your gut. You can pencil in all the numbers over and over again. There will always be a level of risk with being a business owner, but take a calculated risk, an educated risk. Over 90%, according to statistics, of franchises succeed. And that's a huge number. So bet on yourself, make the investment, take the risk, but be calculated. Do the validation, trust the process, take all the calls that we want you to take just to make sure that you really feel good about you know, the decision that you're making. Absolutely. And, you know, I think this is a good time. If you don't mind me springing this on you, I would love to spend the next five or so minutes just talking about our clients that took the leap this year and and telling a little bit about some of our favorite ones. And and I can start. I I had a great client this year um, in Texas, and he is currently working a corporate job. He invested in a kid's franchise, and he had looked before. He had looked at franchises. And he hadn't found anything. He had gone through a search with a different consultant and it just, the timing wasn't right. The brands weren't what he needed. And about 20 days into the process with me, he had been through two calls with, with this brand that he ultimately decided on. I remember it was my very first touch point with him. And typically those are like, we're talking about lots of brands, right? We're talking about three and we're analyzing and we're going to drop one potentially. And he said, I, this is it. I just know, like I know, this is it. I, I've looked before, I have figured it out. And he went ahead and he, um, he just did something so cool. He moved forward with, um, with most of a market and the other part was sold to another existing franchisee. And then he called me about three months later and he said, I have the opportunity to buy the rest of, of the Austin market. And I'm really excited. I, I, can, I can get the rest of it. I can own the entire market. Do you think that's wise? And I said, yeah, I, I think if you're ready, you already have a team in place. You already have a manager. You already have everything going. Then go for it. You've got these accounts with the school district. And then he said, called me again last month and said, I have the opportunity to buy what's called the San Marcos Quarter, which is another kind of territory in between Austin and San Antonio for those of you that aren't from Texas and he said I have the opportunity to also get that 
And I said, well, that's exciting. Do you think you have enough capacity? And he said, well, yeah, because now I have two full-time managers. So I do have enough capacity. And I thought, man, he hasn't even been in business that long. He's creating jobs. He's working inside of his community. He's still working a nine to five job. He's still in corporate America. And he's, he's really just killing it out there. And, and he's continuing to expand. And that's just, it's so cool to, to just see somebody going for it and really trusting and creating a system that he can, he can work within. He um, is doing something really special. I like hearing stories like that because it's the proof that you can keep your job with a general manager. You can't be passive. You have to devote time to the business, but he's proof that you can and that scalability does exist in franchising. So I love that story. You know, my favorite story, and it's not from this year, it's from last year, but it probably will always be one of my favorites It's just Jamie on our team. You know, Jamie worked with me a few years ago. He he worked with another consultant and bought a franchise that I was showing at the time. And then he saw the announcement on LinkedIn that I had moved from being on the development side to the consulting side. And he reached out to me right away. He was one of our first clients and he jumped into another franchise and then a few months later, he started, you know, saying, when can I join your team? I want to do what you do. And sure enough, you know, four or five months later, we had capacity to take on another consultant and he was our first call. And he is so passionate about what he does. His clients love him. They're texting him. They leave rave reviews. They're coming on podcasts. They're sending him referrals So that one is really special to me because he is so talented and he was a cop turned HR executive (laughs) turned now he owns, you know, a mental health franchise and a consultant that he is somebody that's just capable of anything. And we're lucky to have him. We are. I hope if he's listening to this, which we know he is because he listens to podcasts constantly, um, that he isn't, you know, his, his ego isn't completely full (laughs) from this, but he is such a special case. And I do think, you know, I do think that's the neat part too, is that what we do isn't done when somebody signs a franchise agreement. We are always there. We are always there to talk about it. We're business owners too. We understand it. We are franchise investors. We want to be there when you have a bad day, when you have a great day, when things are, you know, when things are exciting, when you're ready to sell, all of those different things we want to be a part of. And so I just am really grateful that we get to do this and and call it a job. Me too. Me too. It's fun what we do. And, you know, we know what it takes to be business owners. It's hard work, but franchising makes it so much easier because of those systems and process that uh, the franchisor has in place. Amen, sister. Happy New Year. And I'll see you on the flip side. So if you'd like to learn more about franchising and diversifying your portfolio through franchising, email us at info at franpathconsulting.com. Follow the FranPath Consulting Podcast on Apple or Spotify. Please rate and review us five stars. You can also follow us on Instagram at FranPath, 
Facebook and LinkedIn at FranPath Consulting, or go to our website, franpathconsulting.com, to take your free business assessment. Mm-hmm.